1: Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go-Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Blackhawk number 226... Cover date November nineteen sixty six. Cover price twelve cents. Cover artist Dick Dillon and Charles Quidera. Edited by George Cashden. Featuring the secret monster of Blackhawk Island, written by France Heron, art by Dick Dillon and Charles Quidera. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go. <laughs> interrupt a robbery by the costumed crook known as the Planner. The crook escapes, but the Blackhawks are able to capture his helmet, which projects cubes of black light. They take the helmet back to Black Hawk Island without realizing that the Planner left the helmet behind for them to infiltrate their trophy room. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Kong, we are the Black Liberty will bring. Huck, hop, follow the Black Hawks. Huck, Hawk, call, shatter your chains. Seven fearless men are we. Give us death or liberty. We are the Black Hawks. Remember our name. I'm coming out from my home underneath Black Hawk Island. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not a monster. No, not today. (laughs) Not a secret monster, at least. No. Hi. Hello. How are you?
2: Well, you could practically write a book about my
1: week. Your week, yes. I thought you were going to say your day, in which Mm. case that wouldn't even fill a page. No. all we've done is lay on the couch. Yes. Well, I am fine. I'm glad to be here with you. I'm glad
2: it's the weekend, Mm -hmm. because I, I didn't know it going into this weekend, but my mind and body have said... Enough. Really? You are you are down for the count. Um, not I'm not sick or anything. No. Um, let's see. What was the last time we were podcasting? Yes. Right. I was soaking my foot in hot water and Epsom salts. Can confirm. Yes, because I had. Um, I was cleaning cleaning my toenail after mm-hmm. after cutting the grass, mm-hmm. and instead of just like using a brush and cleaning it, you know, like like um like washing it like a it, normal person. Right. right. I had yeah. taken a shower, but I still I still saw that there was a little bit of dirt because you know like okay when you use a riding lawnmower, you yes, get dirt yes, everywhere, yes. right? So I had taken a shower and I cleaned, but I had a little bit of dirt my, on the side of my toenail. So I used a a, a proper tool yes. to reach down there and but I scraped a little too hard, oh. right? So then it started to Doctor. get infected
0: husband yes right
2: so then so I was soaking it well as the days went on during the week it was getting like spreading around my whole toe and it wasn't painful well it was painful the first couple days but then so of course I went to the doctor and found out yes you can use this one well that's good because it immediately responded to the antibiotic ointment that they gave me and I'm just fine so that was fine right so your kickball career is back in full swing. My kickball career is back in full swing. I had a very, uh, I'm not going to go into details, but a very, very stressful week at yes. work. Yes. Very stressful. Also can confirm. Yes. Um, and then the third thing that happened this week on the home front was that our Willoughby, our beloved kitten, who's not quite a year old yet. Yes. Well, he's the devil, first of all. Well, yes. And we love him. And we always put him into his room at night. His own This is the room that we're in right now, which is a really big room. And he's got his toys in here and everything and his food and his litter box and everything. And we could not find him. Could not find
1: him. Well, back up. Did we tell that he figured out how to use the dog door? I don't know that we did. Well... That's it. That's the story. That's the story. And and so he got
2: out, at, well, which was fine because he usually just stays in the backyard because mm-hmm. no one's taught him that he actually has the, the powers no. to jump over the fence. Correct. Right? Or like he can jump to the top of the fence and then jump over. Yeah. Right? So he was like squirmed out somehow. So he got
0: out.
1: Yeah.
2: I... And we had just gone to a concert last weekend and I we had saw someone run over a cat on the highway. Yes. Right? And so... I'm like, I was freaking out, and there was nothing I could do about it. And I looked and looked and stood out at the fence and called his name, and then I went to the backyard and called his name, and I couldn't find him. Well, I went to bed that night, and I was Mm -hmm. crying. I cried myself to sleep. I was so sad because my kitten was going to be gone. Well, wouldn't you know it? I woke up the next morning, and there he was sitting in the doorway.
1: Plain as day. Plain as day. And then he didn't go out again for the next two days, so we think he got scared. Well, and I wonder what happened last night. Cause last it night sounded like an eagle hit the window, and then here in comes the cat racing in with his, with his tail all tail puffed, tail out. puffed up and everything, and all a mess. Yeah, well, I don't know. When I was a child, we had cats, and they just took off they'd come home to eat and then they'd be gone the rest of the time and that was a city they never got hit they lived for 20
2: years that's because you were a child you know our pets are practically our children well that's true so we you know anyway anyway so everything's fine but I will say that just to bring it all back full circle I got up this morning and cut the grass because the, gra- the lawn wasn't wet. You know, it was great. Mm-hmm. Cut the grass. The lawn, the, the, the we had the lawnmower service this week. Yes. Um, it was expensive because a lot of work needed to be done on it. Um, it was the deck. It was a mess. It sure, a, sure, spot, sure. It was about ready to stop working. I'm Actually, sure I sent makes... it in there because it basically stopped working. So anyway. I'm glad all that makes sense to you. Uh, anyway, so uh, I went out there and I came in and I got showered, cleaned my <laughs> my toenail properly. Uh-huh. Obviously. Um and, and uh I, so Manchester United was playing uh Tottenham Hotspurs uh on at twelve thirty. Playing what? Football. Okay. Uh in America we call it soccer. Right. And Tottenham is one of my favorite teams. And I like Man Man U too. Why don't you marry it if you love it so much? Uh-huh-huh. So I settled in on the sofa to watch the the match. Yes. And you took off for some grocery errand. Well, I fell asleep during the during the match. hmm And I woke up and you came home and what a, lo and behold you brought me a sub. Yes. Which is fantastic.
1: Well I uh, that's a sandwich, everyone, not one of the Polaris cardboard subs that no. we admire so much in our comic no. magazines. Yeah, that's right. We do have some international listeners. So I watched. The,
2: of course, I had fallen asleep during the first half, but I didn't have to worry about it because there was no score. But there was some great plays in there, right? But I woke up and had my sub. And wouldn't you know? In the second half, Tottenham Hotspurs, they Tottenham got two goals. They beat Manu. I was so excited. I was. I saw it. I saw it. I was so excited. And then I proceeded to nap the rest of the afternoon away on the sofa. I swear, I just kept on dozing and watching TV and dozing. I think I probably
1: laid on that sofa and slept on and off for four hours probably yeah um, if they're such a great team you'd think they'd score more than two uh, I'm just gonna say yeah the fact that they scored two against Man U yep. is a big deal well from what and the, I d- saw and the
2: game on the first part of the, the, the first half and the second half was a completely different game they must have had an amazing conversation in the locker room
1: well what I saw Man U isn't up to much they just oh. Well, lumber okay. around the field like they don't know what's going Let's on. Let's see what our friend in Scotland thinks about that. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I think about Mm-mm. all the time, literally, Blackhawk. I know. Um, it seems I had to look at my spreadsheet because I know Blackhawk at this time is a monthly comic. Mm-hmm. And it seems like such a long time since we've
2: read any Blackhawk. Well, that's because we're hitting all the titles in the series, in in, in the DC series. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: I know why. It just seems like other Issues come up sooner, for some reason, and we'll get to this later. But, yes, but the
2: backstory to this issue—and I won't go into details—but the backstory to this issue was not covered. No, by us before. So when we got to the to the the big reveal, I, I when, it, when I got to the big reveal I was like, I don't. This is not news to me. This is this must have occurred before the checkerboard masthead was applied to the comics.
1: Have I got more shocking news for you?
2: Okay, great. Okay, don't
1: tell me now. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, it's breaking out. The secret monster of Black Hawk Island. Yes, there's a secret monster under Black Hawk Island. That's what you just said. That's breaking out. <laughs> In Black Hawk number 226, November 1966. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it?
0: Oh, God.
1: <sighs> yes.
2: <laughs> By the way, I'm drinking coffee.
1: Here we go. Yes. My favorite kind of splash page where all the floating heads of the Blackhawks are lined this. up down the side. Why is
2: Olaf's chin so
1: huge? Because he's uh, Swedish. Okay. Who uh, famously, all Swedish people have giant chins. Yeah, but his eyes
2: are, are disproportionately placed on his on his head. Makes his chin look ridiculous. Well. Like his chin is drawn like a giant ass. Like a butt. <laughs> yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like he just stepped right out of ABBA.
2: Well, Blackhawk has a cleft chin, too, but it's not its not exaggerated like Olaf's is. Olaf's looks like they put like a baby's bottom on his face.
1: <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. And he's not doing himself any favors with that hairstyle. Mm-mm. Can't have hair parted in the middle with a round face like that. Nope. Blackhawk. They've got to hang on and find a way to beat this giant monster that's busted out of Blackhawk Island. Yeah, like hanging on to a meteor. And... Uh, Sacre Blue, that's uh, French to you and I. Sacre Blue, how do we stop a thing that can't be stopped?
2: Well, hidden from the rest of the world, known only to the Blackhawks, the mystery of an unbelievable terror had to come to light during the ingenious crime that defied imagination. Wait till you see what happens when the Magnificent Seven find it impossible to cope with the
1: the secret secret monster monster of
2: Blackhawk
0: Island.
1: Blackhawks, of course, if you're new here, are a crack paramil- paramilitary team of seven single gentlemen. Yes, like the Russian team. What's that horrible Russian team that's laying siege to, um...
2: Uh, Ukraine? Or Ukraine, yeah. Um, what's, what are they called?
1: The Wagner Group? Yeah,
2: they're just like the Wagner Group. Except there's quite
1: a few more than seven. Oh, Wagner's. no, the Wagner
2: Group's just seven. It's just... A- just a crack team
1: of seven also, Russians. Also, the Wagner Group is evil, and Black Hawks are famously good.
2: Yes, they are the, they're, but they're just like, just like them.
1: Uh, just agree like them. to disagree. Uh, <laughs> Black Hawks began in military comics in the nineteen forties as pilots, and now they just have all sorts of equipment that they use, as you'll see as we read through the issue. We have Black Hawk, the leader, Hendrickson. He's German or Dutch or something. Stanislaus, he's Polish. Mm-hmm. Olaf, Swedish. Chuck, good all American. Andre, French. And Chop Chop, unoffensively Chinese. Who says Bon, Bon,
2: Bon this and Bon that? Who says
1: that? Uh, Is it Henriksen? Hendrickson. It's either Stanislaus or Olaf. Okay. No, Stanislaus says by Gar. Okay. Anyway, we begin in media race. That means in the middle of the action to mm-hmm. you literary types. A nervy crook who's flipped his lid swooping down alone on a bank messenger accompanied by four guards. This gentleman has an orange bodysuit, green cape, uh well, we'll just say accessories. A
2: gigantic green belt that looks yeah. more like a corset.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Boots, gloves, cape, shorts, all in green. And a cooking pot on his head. Yeah. A cooking pot with a cutout for his face to show through. Yeah, very much like the original Red Tornado for our astute listener. Uh, Except, of course, the face wasn't cut out in that situation. Now, he comes barreling down into these bank guards and the messenger, snatches up the briefcase full of money Mm -hmm. as the police fire away, and then he says... Look at this, everybody. You're about to witness a phenomenon you can tell your grandkitties about, assuming you're smart enough to live that long. He creates a cube of non-light.
2: Yeah, non-light. like ultra-black. I would just
1: call it blackness, but he is insistent on calling it non-light. Non-light. The police and the bank messenger are trapped inside... They can't see anything because they start punching each other.
2: No light gets in, no light gets out.
1: And this crook takes off. Uh, just as he is about to make his getaway, mm-hmm. who do you think should appear? The Blackhawks swoop down from their Black Copter. The Black Hawks swoop,
2: swoop down from their Black Copter.
1: What? Hawk Copter. Hawk. Hawk. copter. Hawk. Cop, hawk. Hawk copter. Hawk copter. It uh, just so happens they were patrolling the city just as this guy's making his getaway. And I'd like to know who's flying the chopper because they all get out on their ladder, which is swinging dangerously, by Well, they by put the on an obviously. Um, yeah, but... I'll, well, I'll come back to this. Mm-hmm. I would not uh, trust that ladder. Seven full-grown men... Dangling on this ladder, which is, you know, a helicopter ladder. It's swinging around. It's Mm -hmm. not anchored to the ground. No. Just, it looks dangerous to me. Of course it does. Uh, Blackhawk lays a good right hook on the guy's chin. Actually, it says left. I knew you were going to say that. Mm. I get confused between right and left sometimes. I know you do. Uh, The guy's helmet is knocked off, but he ducks back into the non-light. Mm-hmm. And it starts to dissipate. Yes. The Blackhawks assume they have him trapped, but guess what? They don't. When the blackness dissipates, he's gone. Mm -hmm. He's simply vanished. Like a magician. Of course, the the copter's uh,
2: uh, ladder is still floating in the air.
1: Yeah, so this is my question. It's floating way too high for them to get back onto it.
2: Well, they just use their remote control and it comes down.
1: But they... They no one has a remote. Why control. do there's I no even? One.
2: Why am I even being more generous than you are about I
1: this? I don't know. You have to just suspend your disbelief. I can suspend my disbelief to the extent that there's a secret monster living under Blackhawk Island. Oh,
2: good way to give away what? Okay, so that is the tit- It's the we've title. already we just talked about it. Yeah, right Um yeah.
1: the Blackhawks began their comic career mm-hmm. as. Pilots mm-hmm. with great artistic detail given to the uh, the artistic attention given to the details of the type of planes and okay. the types of weapons that they used. Yes, yes. And it yes. just seems to me that they should have a little more detail about exactly how this helicopter's working.
2: I agree. But that's not how
1: it works in this world. No, it's not. Now, Blackhawk figures out that the guy took off into the sewers because there's a loose manhole. Pew. I wouldn't want to be in a sewer. No. You'd want to be a sewer. No. sewer. Um, now, Black Hawk also announces that any attempt to follow him through the maze of tunnels under the city would be hopeless. But he keeps getting an odd feeling that the crook was up to something besides stealing money. Hey, guess what? what? Way to give up, Black Hawk.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, they just swooped, swooped down from their helicopter. He landed a punch on him. Yep. The guy disappears into an, a non-light cube. Black Hawk sees that he's probably gone down this manhole cover. Yeah, yeah, rather, lifted the manhole cover and gone into the sewers. And he's like,
1: oh, it will probably be useless to try to go after him. You know what I read this week? What? That if you tell people, like you were trying to motivate students, for example, mm-hmm. you should encourage them to give 85%. Why? Because they're more likely then to give 100% than uh-huh. if you tell them to give 100%. Or, as we like to do in the theater, give
2: 110%.
1: 110%. Give it the old Mitzi Gaynor kids. Mitzi remember, Gaynor, she do you remember, gives always 110%. Do you She's a f- an American treasure. Okay, yes? Okay, yes? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Do
2: you remember a former colleague of ours who, when she ran out of things to tell people to be a better actor, she would uh-huh. say, just try acting. When she like, ran out of ways to get them to be yes. better actors, she'd just say, just try acting. Yeah. Not, this is a, of calling at a different school, not of am man. Right,
1: right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a recent guest on this podcast often tells his students to try it once more with talent. Uh- <laughs> now, Black Hawk... Uh, is theorizing that this was not a coincidence that this crime happened just as they were flying over the city. Oh my God, no. Did he strike because we were there? Did he want us to see him? Yeah. Well, they'd never thought of that. That's why Black Hawk's there. He's the brains of the operation. Now, this helmet that has been left behind sure will make a nice addition to the Black Hawk trophy room sure on Blackhawk Island. Turn it upside down and make soup in it. But we'll have to be alert in case this character makes another move. Meanwhile, beneath the city, amid the sounds of rumbling subways... Yes, we find out the villain's name is... The, the Planner, Planner. Because he makes... plans
2: Plans. that's a stupid name sure is uh
1: there's also his partner in crime is a evil scientist
2: yes he just calls him doc
1: doc Um, your scientific genius and my crime planning wizardry make an unbeatable combination the blackhawks will soon realize this
2: And the planner continues, from the moment I was aware that the Blackhawks took pride in their great trophy collection, I knew we had a sensational plan. And nobody plans crimes better than the planner. At which he should probably say, yes, you've called me that twice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My first step was to make the helmet look like an important part of my crime. Exactly. Then you elected to strike where the Blackhawks could observe you. That was daring. Not so daring when a plan is as perfect as mine. Anyway, I loosened my helmet so it would fall off. And you left it behind so Black Hawk could keep it as a trophy. Ha!
0: Sheer ingenuity.
1: Yes. What Black Hawk doesn't know is that the helmet oh. is controlled by remote control. From their secret From their secret laboratory. headquarters in the sewers. Yes. And it can uh, make
2: create wonders such as the non-light phenomenon.
1: Yes. And it can do a lot more than that
2: as we will soon see. Okay, you are turning the page. Yes, nothing eventful occurs on Black Hawk Island that Black Hawk Island that night. But then, toward dawn, in the huge trophy mu- room museum, good
1: God, what is wrong with I you? Don't you need know. another nap. I know it, don't I? The trick helmet. Begins emitting unusual rays, and we see some trophies here in the trophy room. <laughs> I love that they're labeled with all of the
2: same font, the same size signs. Uh, the two, the two whirling dervish. What is that? The top. The, whor-
1: the, the top. Whirling Dervish? I don't know.
2: Whirling okay. uh, well, Dervish. The Mole Machine. Mole Machine. The infamous War Wheel. And I think I've seen the War Wheel. You have, yes. Yes, I, thought, yes.
1: Okay. I think just the previous issue. Yeah, and then was, Killer
2: Shark's Incredible Land Boat. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, reminder that Lady Blackhawk, who was the female member of the team, has been brainwashed by the villain Killer Shark, and she is now Queen Killer Shark. Right. And we saw her last issue, and I think that's where we saw the War Wheel. The what? The wharf wheel. Good job. The wharf wheel. Yes. So Doc, evil scientist, is sending Z gamma gamma influence waves through the helmet. (laughs) They can cause virtually anything to come alive. The fun should be starting just about now. And there, on Black Hawk Island, the great trophies begin to vibrate as if indeed springing to quote-unquote life. Suddenly, led by the huge
2: war wheel, the mechanisms thunder into action like iron creatures gone berserk.
1: In their nearby barracks, the startled black hawks are suddenly on their feet. Yes, you have your hand up?
2: These guys live in an island, right? Uh-huh. Why do they all sleep in the same room?
1: Because they're military Guys, and they have barracks, and they're, you know, just cots. And how many of them sleep in the same bed together?
2: It looks like Olaf well, and Hendrickson are sleeping in the same bed.
1: How do, you, how do you, what is giving you that indication?
2: Look, are they, are they sleeping under red sheets? Or are they all throwing on the red? That's
1: their tunics that they're putting on. Their action uniforms.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> I'll let the one. Pass.
1: But yes, they do all sleep in the same room. That's
2: stupid. Um, you know, they're all men, so they make men sounds.
1: And. Men's smells. Exactly. say sweat. I wasn't going to say this this. smells, but you said it. Well, yes. Men sweat at night. Mm-hmm. They're all foreigners. Who knows what kind of things they're eating before oh, they go to bed? Like raw onions. Raw onions or goulash
2: or. Or what's that fermented cabbage called? Um, kimchi. Uh, kimchi, all sorts of horrible. Well,
1: things. Chop Chop is not Korean. He's oh, he's Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. So he's eating, you know egg foo young are things that chinese people eat i don't know know. yeah anyway uh did i ever tell you about when i got um rightfully so yelled at by a chinese woman no well it was a church not yelled at but it was a church and everyone was you know sharing fun recipes you know how i like my fun kitschy (sighs) recipes yes and i Just said, oh, here's a fun recipe. My mother used to make this all the time. It's called Chinese chicken. And it's like, you know, some gloop casserole that you just dump things into. Right, right. Um, Water chestnuts and celery and canned chicken soup and stuff. Yeah, yeah. uh, Well, she was not having it. She said, this has no resemblance to Chinese cooking. And uh, I don't even know what a water chestnut is. We don't have that in China.
2: (laughs) Did you just? Did she, I mean, she obviously doesn't understand Americana cooking.
1: Well, no, and no. nor, I mean, nor should she need to because it's not. It's actually not a Chinese dish. They well, no, could have. I mean, just called. It. Did you just say, look, it was just it's just crap American
2: food that they called Chinese to make it interesting?
1: Um, something to that effect, but I was yeah. nicer about it. I didn't use the word crap in a church context. Anyway, it was right to cause me to re-examine our mindlessness of mid-century. You are never too old to learn. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're also never too old to look out the window and see the war wheel charging towards you. Or the whirling dervish. Right. And good for them. I couldn't hop out of bed and be productive. You could if you had a notice.
2: giant uh, a terror terrorizing machine that could destroy your house.
1: No. Sorry, I would die. I would look out the window and see it coming and i just lay down and die. You would?
2: Yeah. You wouldn't grab the dogs or the cat?
1: No. The, they would do much better on their own than if they were plucked up into my arms lumbering down the stairs. Okay, so if we
2: have a tornado come through, I know that I'm really responsible for saving everything.
1: Now, that's a lie because I did make a plan last week when you weren't home and there was a giant storm coming.
2: What was your plan? lay down in the middle of the house and let the old cat... No, the I was going to empty room. out the
1: closet under the stairs and take everyone in the closet under the stairs. Well, that would have been good. I know. Yeah. I'm not a complete idiot. Now, if I had been upstairs and woken up suddenly and a tornado was bearing down upon me, that's when I would die.
2: you just crawl into the...
1: <laughs>
2: what? I was going to say you could just crawl into the
1: bed. I can't fit under I... the bed. <laughs> um, now... All these trophies are coming at them, led by the war wheel. In an instant, somehow Black Hawk jumps up the, what, two stories to the control room of the war wheel? I don't know wheel. how he does that. But I don't either. Okay. Okay, uh, Black Hawk. There's no one at the controls. No mm-hmm. one at the controls of the whirling dervish. They are operating under some kind of master remote control. And he can't do
2: anything about it. And I guess there's a radio because he hears, Look out, chief. You're heading for the barracks. He hears that over a radio.
1: Wouldn't that be something if there was some kind of remote control that could control everything, like the TV, the DVD player, the soundbar. <laughs> instead of having to use a separate Five. remote control for we have everything. Four. We have four in the TV room. Listener, I know that
2: there is such a thing
1: that exists, but I've never been able to make one work, so I, I just have a separate remote it for everything. In-
2: Listener, it enrages me.
1: It really does. You know what you need? What is some of those giant labels like they have on Black Hawk Island to tell you what everything is?
2: Pretty soon we're going to end up, instead of buying iPhones every you know every every cycle we're going to buy Jitterbugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not you that know? there's anything wrong with that. No, but I can totally see us doing that. Like anyway, yeah. the War Wheel has smashed their barracks. Now where are they going to sleep? Out in the jungle <laughs> of Black Hawk Island. <laughs> the spare barracks. Um, they're too late to save their barracks. Uh, the wheel is rolling straight at the island dungeon. Oh no, that's where we can find... Don't say a chief! If the wheel cracks the dungeon, the whole world is in peril! Oh my god, what secret terror is
2: about to be unleashed? The answer is in part two. Let's go.
1: Let's go. Part two. The secret mods for Black Hawk Island. Something
2: is about to explode on Blackhawk Island. A secret known to nobody else on Earth except the Magnificent Seven. Now, suddenly, you're going to know about it.
1: Here comes the war wheel, clanka, clanka, rumble, We can't r-rumble. stop it. Ra rumble. It he- <laughs> it's heading right for the pillbox dungeon. By gar, the noise is waking up the the. Monster! So the
2: war wheel crashes into this dome-like thing that has bars in front of it and yeah. two giant green-lidded eyes. Yes, it breaks. It breaks the dungeon like, like
1: an eggshell. Yeah. Now they're in for it. Up from the dungeon, dug deep into the ground, rises an incredible, gigantic nightmare. It looks kind of like Godzilla, kind of, except without except. The-
2: I yes. don't know. It's, I wish they'd just gone for something a little bit more lizard-like instead of what they did do.
1: It's green with clawed fingers, red eyes. It kind of looks like a cat nose.
2: It a does little have a, bit, little, a little kitty nose.
1: And three horns on the top of its head. Yeah. Uh, great page here of reaction shots. Oh, yeah. Of the Blackhawks. Yeah. Each one recoiling in horror. Uh says they've got to trap it and keep it on the island. The rest of them say, "How? How? How can we stop it?" Uh, Chop Chop gives us a little clue when he says, "Yes, how? Since we really didn't capture it in the first place." Oh, I love. Um, is it Olaf who says, "Pyjimini"? I cannot
2: do a, but he's an accent like that. But he says, "Pyjimini." Nothing on earth, bond, able to stop it
1: uh he would talk and he has stink
2: face look at his stink (laughs)
1: face look does he see his face yeah it's like this look look well no one can see you except me but yeah but it's stink face he's got stink face maybe i'll take a picture of you doing that no that's okay don't do that uh now if this thing gets loose onto the mainland it'll be the black hawk's fault Mm -hmm. luckily for them the monster sees the war wheel and. Uh, smash it to, to smithereens immediately. So that's that problem taken care of. Um, And the war wheel also smashes into all the other trophies that are loose on the island. So
2: That could also destroy things. So we it's just a, yeah. a gigantic pile of machines that have all been destroyed. So we Luckily don't need to worry they didn't about hit the black now. copter. Oh hawk yes, copter. hawk copter. Yeah.
1: You really want to say black copter, don't you? Sorry. Sorry. It's I see it's
2: right there in print, hawk copter.
1: Um, now, all they have to worry about now is an unstoppable monster. Let's get aloft in the hawkcopter. Use our grenades. Maybe we can confuse them till we figure out a couple of answers. But meanwhile, the cause of all this trouble, the trick helmet continues to send
2: out the influence waves. And the phenomenal waves reach the monster. Yes.
1: With that, the Colossal Terror strides in the direction of the original source of the influence waves, a subterranean hideout far across the ocean. Of course, it's in the subway system in the city, whatever right. city that is. Right. Uh, they have no idea where it's going or how they're going to stop it. They're up in their copter. And, uh, but they've just got to start pitching grenades out.
2: Which has no effect on the no monster. No effect at all. No. So they decide that they're going to put down the Hulk copter... And jump into their... Hawk sub. Hawk sub.
1: Uh, the, the creature's going under the ocean. They think maybe it'll drown, but no. it's not. He's indestructible. Mm-hmm. Soon, as their famed submarine plies through shadowy depths on the sonar trail of Earth's most terrifying menace, they wonder what they're going to do if they catch it. And uh, Frenchy, what's his name? Well, which one? Uh, the French one. Andre. Andre. Uh, says, why, why not ask what would we do if we caught up with a hurricane? There's nothing we can do. Well, hey, We're helpless, all, except uh,
2: to just follow it. Black. says, Andre's right, Chuck. We know the thing's invulnerable, invincible, even inconceivable, but still our duty is to try to stop it.
1: But why? Why was it our fate to be saddled with the thing? Why couldn't it have stayed away? Questions, questions, but no answers. Meanwhile in the planner's hideout. I don't get it, planner. We sent out an influence for the trophies, but something went
2: wrong. We're getting a reaction
1: from from an alien. Something is wrong, but not with your control board, which is a mechanism of utter perfection. Yet, how did an alien creature get into the act? And he says, I don't know. (laughs) With, with ellipses, ellipses after each word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, a terrible noise at the door. Good grief, what is it? It's the monster. In it breaks through the door. Uh, he, the scientist says, it must be the alien creature. But what good is knowing what it is? The big point is, what do we do about it?
2: In that instant, the Black Hawk's come crashing in and, uh, well, I want to say they seize upon the creature, but are immediately
1: swatted, swatted aside. aside,
2: and you see them just going in all different directions like bowling pins.
1: Yep. Uh, they do give their battle cry, though. Huh? Uh, planner and Scientist are helpless. Yeah. Scientist is going to attempt to quiet the creature down with electrical charges, mm-hmm and uh, that should do the trick, shouldn't it? Everything is vulnerable to electricity. Everything
2: is vulnerable to electricity.
1: Except this creature. Of course. They don't even reach the monster, who seems surrounded by an invisible protective field.
2: He is invincible.
1: He turns the electricity back toward the control board. Yeah. He's intent on destroying this whole headquarters,
2: and he continues to just destroy. Yeah.
1: Destroy. He's
2: not—he's not screaming it, but he does, and he goes up from the ground to the surface, and in, the, in leaving a trail of destruction in his path.
1: Yes, I'm wondering if this is an intentional artistic homage to the cover of Fantastic Four number one, because it looks very similar to. Uh, I'll put it on Twitter. The Mole Man creature was busting up through the city streets and the Fantastic Four was fighting him. And it looks a lot like this. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Cool, 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 cool.
1: Monster crashes up through the street. The Blackhawks follow him, clinging
2: on. They're just little toys, playthings. They're just hanging on while he's banging around. Right. Right. Suddenly, from up above, a crackling voice. Oola, oola, be calm, do not harm the
1: Blackhawks. Sorry we're late, Blackhawk, but we stopped first at your island to pick up Ula, and then? And then we saw the wreckage and knew what happened. Now this is a hip young couple descending from the sky. They're wearing, But they're aliens, so
2: they're going to talk like that.
1: They're aliens, they have yellow skin. She's got a daring hip... Flip-do. Hair-do, Doesn't yes. She? Like a Marlo Thomas flip. And she says, incidentally, we put your island, wait,
2: incidentally, we put your island back in shape. Everything in its original place.
1: As we explained months ago, when we came to Earth, we had to find a safe place for Ula to stay. He is a creation of nothing mass and would have been destroyed by a cosmic storm of anti-nothing mass. ...that swept over our planet. Well, how well I remember like it was yesterday. We chose one of Earth's most remote spots, Black Hawk Island, as a refuge for Ula. We left him there in a state of suspended animation. But first, we got your word that
2: you would keep his presence a secret from all mankind. But... Uh, you kept your word, but alas, he was reanimated
1: before we could return... His presence here would have caused undue alarm. Panic just as was about to happen now. Thank the galaxies we returned in time. Ula, put them down.
2: Messi, Monelionami.
1: We are summoned back again. We can tarry no longer. Farewell, Black Ox, farewell mm-hmm.
2: and they fade away. Dunder They are gone. Yes, along with our good friend Ula, the ultimate in
1: monsters. Speaking of monsters, whatever happened to that guy, the Planner, and his pal, Doc? They were the cause of all this mess. Well,
2: under the debris of their mad schemes lie two figures, unconscious. Will the Planner and Doc return to even a score with the Blackhawks? Time alone will tell.
1: The answer is no. They never appear again. Never? No. I guess it wasn't a good plan. Also, it looks like they've been crushed. Yeah, uh, I would say they're not unconscious. They're dead. I would to have to talk to their getting crushed coach
2: because it looks yeah. like they're going to be successful.
1: Um, now, you were alluding earlier to the fact that we had no memory of this previous story when Ula was brought to Earth by these aliens. Mm-hmm. That's because it never happened. It's not a real story. They just pretended like this happened in the past. It's not. You mean this happened out of out of story. Off screen? Off yes. screen. Yes. I cannot believe we've been duped like that. I, I'm shocked. Honestly, yes. I was a little perturbed when I went to the internet to find out which issue they had previously appeared in because it was presented like, well, of course you remember. And now, normally, if if it was an actual story, you'd have a little note from the editor. I think say, I'm finally
2: waking up. I'm so sorry. It's, I've been given eighty-five percent. Right? Should we start over? Oh, absolutely not. I just like I literally was just it's like oh now I'm awake. Um, um, it's, yeah, I was napping for four hours. So wow, yeah, um, yeah. I'm f- not happy about this. <laughs> I'm really not happy. We've been duped. He they said, oh of course you remember we did this thing where we came and we brought an alien and you you promised to keep it a secret and it was nothing, nothing mass and anti nothing mass and that damn
1: stuff never even happened. Correct, that's that I don't I protest and especially for a title like Blackhawks when if you turn the page to the letters page Mm -hmm. the entire page is people who have Every issue of Blackhawk except one and they want to buy number 212 for 15 cents, right? Also, I would like to buy numbers 200, 201, 205 and 207 for 23 cents. <laughs> I love this one. Dear editor, I have for sale
2: to the person making the best offer, Blackhawk, number 218 in excellent condition, Domingo Gershwinder. 162. <laughs> Domingo Gershwinder. I guess his one of his was father must have been German, German sure. and his mother must have been Italian or 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 um, or Hispanic. Uh, or I don't, we oh. don't know anything Domingo, about it. Domingo
1: Domingo um, in, in Missouri, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I bet we can Google him. Um, Hey, remember when my sister had that job out processing military discharge oh paperwork? Oh my
2: gosh. was it, was there was somebody called Creamus? Creamus, Creamus Dickens, Dickens Sheets. Sheets. Yes. She
1: would call me anytime she came across an unusual name. So there's Creamus Dickensheets. Sheets. Wasn't there Millennium Star? Falcon? Mars Millennium Falcon Star Cruiser, which is a real person. I looked him up. He's yes. on Google and he has a sister named, uh, Venus, Princess Leia, Star Cruiser. Oh, my God. So the lesson is name your children anything you want to. Sure. Just make them. I mean, you're going to mess them up anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, Look at dominoes flying through our neighborhood. Dominoes! Stop them! Listen. Anyone who has an idea, we've got to stop the speeding in our neighborhood. And it's up to us as HOA officers. We have to. I say we put a series of gates... That people have to stop and swipe an ID card. I think that's a great idea. Because that wouldn't harm... We can't put speed bumps because of the snowplow, but... Well, how would Amazon deliver packages? Well, they'd have a... We'd send a swipe card to Amazon. And FedEx? And FedEx. And the mail? Mm-hmm. Okay. And UPS. Like a, yes, yes. Um, it'd be like the thing, Easy Pass, Easy thing on the toll roads. <laughs> What's it called? Easy Pass.
2: I think we should just get a speed camera, and mount it right here in front of our yard and have it wirelessly transmit the license plate information to us and we'll just process it. And it automatically gets charged.
1: To well, as you know, I've been carefully reading the covenant of the HOA recently because of Gate 2023. Oh, God, that was the best. And uh, there's actually no enforcement mechanism within the covenant, so no. we can take pictures all we want to. Yeah. It'd probably be us go to jail for... Invading other people's privacy, but I don't like how the neighborhood's going. I think we need to sell It's really going downhill fast yeah. since the new president took over <laughs> <laughs> I'm the president in case you're new here um, I have the following issues of Blackhawk for sale in one package only 72 92 94 and 110 through 226 through 226. That's this issue that we're reading right now. Oh my god Is he from the future? That's really weird. Martin figure figure Wow. 226. If that don't beat all. Hey. Yeah? You want to do a Time Machine Mailbag since we're here? Sure, I'd love to. Time Machine Mailbag, where we read letters from the past and answer them today. Time Machine Mailbag, better late than never is what mother used to say. Time Machine Mailbag, where we read letters from the past and answer them today. These letters come from Young Love, number 58, November 1966. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Hit me.
2: Dear Dr. Bob, I am a boy 18 years of age, and I've been dating a certain girl for about six months. I see her twice a week, but oddly enough, my interest in her is not a romantic one. She's a very bright girl with a terrific personality, and I enjoy spending hours just talking to her. Now, here's my problem. I don't mean to sound conceited, but recently it became apparent to me that she is either in love with me or on the verge of falling in love with me. I guess the honorable thing to do is to stop seeing her, but there are two reasons why I really don't want to. One is that it'll be hard on her because she's not generally popular with boys. She's not all at all pretty, and most guys don't wait long enough to discover her other qualities. The other reason is that I do like her company and would
1: Miss seeing her. That's blurry. And would miss seeing her. What do you think I should do? Signed, Ralph. Ralph, I have a pretty good idea of where this relationship is going. Uh, You don't need to stop seeing her, but you should make your feelings known immediately. It might break her heart now, but it's that or breaking her heart later when you marry her and then come out. (laughs) No, that's where you're going. Well, come on. Yeah. First of all, you're an 18-year-old boy writing to a romance comic. (laughs) So, yeah, I've got a pretty good idea of this. Yeah, you
2: just hang on to that friend. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: When I was 18, just ask my mother. I had lots of
2: girlfriends. Yes. Didn't your dad say to your sister on his deathbed that he hoped that you'd meet the right girl?
1: Oh, yes, but he, in the same breath, said that he hoped you would as well. That we were just... You know, settling for yep. each other we were until l- the right girl came we along. Were, we had been together for how many years? By then, like uh, five years, as ten, probably. No, 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 not. Oh, yeah, five, five years, five, like, five six years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we'd
2: lived together. We'd gone yes. to school together. Yeah, and yeah. Your father was just hoping that we'd meet the right girl.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it might still happen. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, so you ready? I am, dear, doctor, husband. The girl at whose wedding I was to have been the maid of honor just told me she was secretly married last week, just like Jane Fairfax. Oh, my God. She intends to break the news to her family soon, and of course, the elaborate wedding they arranged will have to be canceled. I myself planned to give her a bridal shower before the wedding. Would it still be appropriate for me to give the shower, or is it too late for that now? Well... Signed, Helena. Helena? Helena? I think you should go ahead and have that shower
0: Mm -hmm. because
2: you girls need to kick back and relax and have a good time and you need to celebrate this. Your friend decided to go off and get married and you know what, that's all, that's fine with me. You just have a good time with your friends and celebrate your friend's marriage. It won't last long anyway.
1: No, it won't. Um, Also, it's secret, right? They're secretly married. Why not have the wedding anyway? Who's paying for it? The parents, I'm assuming. (laughs) Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I have the wedding unless she's knocked up. And that's why they had to get secret married.
2: Oh my goodness. Oh, let me read one, please. Okay. Dear Dr. Bob. Yes. My husband and I have not been getting along well lately, and we both feel a separation of a month or two would help matters. I would like to know if he is the one who should leave home or should I? Do I continue to wear my wedding ring? A mutual friend of ours is getting married soon, how shall I answer the wedding invitation that will be addressed to both of us? signed Mary
1: Mary, I feel like I need more information, like why is it not working out what it's probably not a big as big a deal as you think unless he's abusive in that case, you need to leave and get out yes uh gee, that's a tough one and expose his ass to everyone that you know yes, girl, mm. yes mm. uh. I don't know. I mean, unless she has, is going to back to her parents or something in the '60s, that'd be tough for a woman to just leave and go out and strike out on her own. Yeah, I would think that the, the he should leave. Yeah, yeah, go spend some time with his family,
2: and and maybe they need some time to think through this.
1: Sure. And are there children involved? That's what oh, I need more information. Yeah. Um, and as far as going to the wedding, you make your friends choose sides. Oh! <laughs> That's brilliant advice. That's my advice. Yeah. Dear Dr. Husband, Mm -hmm. my older brother is 21 and goes out with girls a lot. He takes them to nice restaurants and the theater. I'm writing this letter because we have a difference of opinion about how he should dress. In warm weather, are you ready for this? He wears a sport shirt open at the neck with no tie. Oh, no. No. He says that all the guys he knows dress this way. Personally, I feel he should dress more formally. I feel he should always wear a tie when he goes to nice places, regardless of the weather. What do you think? Signed a- yeah, AGIE. Yeah, A G I E. AGIE.
2: Well, AGIE, I think you need to back off. You oh. need to. Just let your brother do what he wants and not wear a tie, and pretty soon he'll find himself alone. I think that, that the, the world will take care of that. For him. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, your brother should be wearing a tie. Yes, if he's going to go out and take the girls out and treat them, treat them to nice dinners and take them out to the theater, he should be wearing a tie, not an open sports shirt. For God's sake, it's not—he's not taking them to a bar to play pool. He's taking them to cultural events, and he should dress appropriately.
1: Well, now I don't know—an open collar on a sports shirt. That, in some cases, that can seal the deal, depending on what's beneath the shirt. <laughs> We have a little tease of manly chest hair in our family, Aggie.
2: Oh, sure. Well, yeah. Okay, I hear you. But if he's wearing a gold chain and you can see it underneath that open thing, forget it. This is the
1: 60s, not the
2: 70s. Mm. Let's not go crazy. Mm. But in the 60s, they did dress up. They did wear, uh, you know, sport coats.
1: They dressed up to go to high school in the 60s. of course. Well, uh, well, that's all there is for Time Machine Mailbag this time. Yeah. I hope you had fun. I did. I have seven issues of Young Love for sale at 15 cents each. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers 12, 13, 22, 31, 32, and 41. <laughs> okay. Which I would like to sell in one package for, uh, what did I say? $0.15 cents each, but I'll sell all seven for $0.75. Cents. Okay. Plus shipping? Uh, no. Okay. No. Just send cash in an envelope and I will okay. all right. get it to you post haste post haste <laughs> you can find us on social media at go check pod we're on twitter whatever it's called now instagram threads blue sky facebook everywhere god
2: I don't even know about these platforms right,
1: it's best that way okay and uh you can rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your free podcasts from and you can come back here right next week cause we'll be here next week you know it and every week thereafter mm.
0: <gasps> bye, bye. Oh.